You are now tuning in to the MPTE Clinical Files, two mock MPTE-based questions told and solved week by week. Thank you for tuning in to the MPT Clinical Files. My name is Kyle Rice, the MPT Prep Coach, the founder of the PT Hustle, and the creator of the MPT Prep Success Coaching Program. And if you would like a free cheat sheet that goes along with this specific question, tune in to the end of this episode, and I'm going to give you more information on how to get that. All right, so for our next MPT clinical file, we have our patient, Ross. And Ross has a left transtibial amputation and has been recently fitted for a brand new prosthesis. During a routine gait assessment, the patient is seen excessively flexing at the knee on the prosthetic side during initial contact to loading response. Which of the following is the most likely cause of the observed deviation? So we have A, too soft cushion heel. B, too hard cushion heel. C, too little friction in the extension aid. And D, is gluteus medius weakness on the prosthetic side. All right, so let's start off at the top. It says that we have Ross and he has a left transtibial amputation and has been recently fitted for this brand new prosthesis. All right, so transtibial amputations or even transfemoral amputations is definitely something that we need to know for the MPTE. We need to know all of the different factors related to them, you know, what type of prosthesis that they get, what type of issues, impairments that they may have. All right, so transtibial amputation is really important. Now it says that the patient was recently fitted for a brand new prosthesis. That's okay. Understand that. All right, let's move on to the next sentence. It says, during a routine gait assessment, the patient is seen excessively flexing at the knee on the prosthetic side during initial contact to loading response. All right, so this is where we have to slow up, where you can kind of get a little tripped up because it's talking about gait assessment. But the first thing that I always do is I always look at what should normally be happening. We know the phases of gait that they're talking about, the parts of gait. It says initial contact to loading response. So let's talk about, well, what should be happening at this part? Should the patient be excessively flexing? Should they not? Should the knee be extended? That's the important part. So that's where we need to slow up. And so with normal gait, you should know that, okay, as we go in to initial contact, we're supposed to hit with our heel, right? Um, and then as we go into loading response, we know that that's the weight acceptance phase. We know that we're trying to accept the weight. There's shock absorption there. We know that the knee should be flexing. However, it should be excessively flexing. All right, we should get a lot of excessive flexion there. And so that's a problem because if we have a lot of excessive flexion, that leads to buckling, instability, person falling, all right? And so that's the issue here. And so it says our patient is excessively flexing at the knee on the prosthetic side during initial contact to loading response. So which of the following is the most likely cause of the observed deviation? All we need to know is what could potentially cause excessive flexing at the knee. All right, so now we get down to our answer choices. Let's go over them again. It says A, too soft cushion heel. B, too hard cushion heel. C is too little friction in the extension aid. And D is gluteus medius weakness on the prosthetic side. All right, so let's start knocking these out. A says too soft cushion heel. Well, the first thing that we have to know is what is the cushion heel first, all right? And it really refers to a compressible wedge that provides pseudo plantar flexion after heel strike all right it is a compressible wedge that provides that plantar flexion at 
heel strike. That's what a cushioned heel is. Now, what we need to know is too soft a cushioned heel. What is that? I mean, what happens when it's too soft? Well, it's going to compress a lot easier. And therefore, it's going to provide a lot of plantar flexion really quickly. Is that a good thing? Do we want that to happen? I mean, as soon as the heel hits the ground, bam, it snaps in the plantar flexion, foot slaps down to the ground. Is that what we really want? No, that sounds like foot drop, right? You know, that's not something that is normal. That's not something that we want. Why? It hurts the momentum. It also hurts the shock absorption. We're not able to get good shock absorption. It is a problem. But what does this have to do at the knee, right? What does this have to do with anything? So the one thing that you need to remember from kinesiology class is like the biomechanics related to the ankle and the knee. You may remember that in a closed chain situation, plantar flexion is associated with knee extension. Also, dorsiflexion is associated with knee flexion, right? They cause each other. And if you're having a hard time doing that, you might have to get out of the car, so put the weights down right now and do it yourself. But as you are in a close chain position, if you dorsiflex your ankle, what has to happen at the knee in order for you not to fall over on your face? You're gonna have to flex at the knee, you have to. And with plantar flexion, as you plantar flex, what happens at the knee, it is going to create knee extension. So what does this really have to do? What's the big picture here? Well, the too soft cushioned heel is going to create more plantar flexion, which is also going to keep the knee in an extended position. It's going to create knee extension, not knee flexion. Too soft cushioned heel is not the answer here. It is going to create excessive extension at the knee, not excessive flexion. So we can go ahead and already get rid of A. Let's look at B. B says too hard of cushioned heel. All right, so hold on a minute. Let's go back to what we were talking about. We said that the cushioned heel is this compressible uh, heel wedge that provides plantar flexion, right? Well, if it's too hard, it's going to do the exact opposite. It's not really going to allow for a lot of plantar flexion as the patient's going from heel strike to loading response, right? So if we're not getting that plantar flexion that we need, what's the only way that we can really get that foot down to the floor where the foot is flat on the floor? Well, we're going to have to flex at the knee, baby. Yeah, you got it right. So the, the less plantar flexion that we have at that ankle, the more knee flexion we have to do. It's the same rules that apply back to biomechanics at PT school. If the patient has too much dorsiflexion, the person is going to have to flex at the knee. It's going to excessively flex. All right. And so the too hard cushion heel, you got it right, baby, that it is going to cause excessive flexing at the knee. This is exactly what we're talking about. This is a cause of what we're seeing. I like B. Doesn't mean it's the right answer, but I like it. Let's look at C. C says too little friction in the extension aid. All right, first things first, we have to understand what is the extension aid. The extension aid is a unit that is a part of the prosthesis that helps it get into full knee extension in preparation for heel strike. All right, preparation for that initial contact. And you know that during mid-swing to terminal swing, it's really important for the quadriceps to help pull the tibia anteriorly, pull it to where we get to a full knee extension in preparation for initial contact. So you can say the extension aid is kind of like the quadriceps. And this answer says too little friction in the extension aid. 
And so it's kind of like the quadriceps is going completely unopposed by the hamstrings. That's really what this means. And so the quadriceps are like flinging the tibia into that extended position, and the hamstrings aren't really slowing it down with the friction or anything like that, right? And so it's like the hamstrings would be too weak. And so the extension aid is kind of like the quadriceps flinging that prosthesis into extension without anything to slow it down. So guess what happens, y'all? We get this thing called a terminal swing impact. That's where the, the, the prosthesis swings out into extension. It bangs into extension. You hear this loud audible pop, and then a lot of times it kind of gets the patient off balance. All right? That's called terminal swing impact. Too little friction in the extension aid doesn't have much to do with excessive flexion at the knee. It doesn't have much to do with that. The extension aid problem is really dealing with the swing phase and at the end of swing. And so C doesn't really answer the question. It's not really related as well. All right. Now let's look at our final answer D. It says gluteus medius weakness on the prosthetic side. And a lot of you know that gluteus medius weakness is a big time thing for uh, your practice exams and the MPTE too. And the reason why is because it's very common, right? We see this all the time. But I want you to tell me, when a person has gluteus medius weakness, what do we tend to see? What type of gait deviation? Trendelenburg, you're telling me, right? Some more like hip or pelvic dysfunction or hip or pelvic deviation, not something necessarily that's going on at the knee. And that's the reason why I don't like D as the answer choice here. I'm not bought into D. Reason being is that I would expect more hip or pelvic deviations, not excessive flexing at the knee. All right. And so D doesn't answer the question either. I, I eliminate that one. I'm going with my final answer right now of B. B is in boy which is too hard of a cushioned heel. For those of you who got this question correct, congratulations. If you didn't, you know, prosthetics is a very difficult topic, especially pathological gait related to amputees. Reason being is that you have to understand a lot about the foundational components of the prosthesis. If you don't, it's going to be hard for you to understand well, when a cushioned heel is too hard or is too soft, what is that going to cause? What kind of gait deviation? It's going to be hard if you don't know what the cushioned heel does to begin with, all right? And so I really suggest if you're having trouble in this area to stop necessarily looking at pathological gait right now. Let's look at the different components of the prosthesis, get an understanding there, and then we can start relating that to pathological gait. All right. But as always, I never want to leave you with that. For those of you who are on the podcast right now, for those of you who have trouble with prosthesis and prosthetic gait and deviations, I want you to check the show notes and click the link that's in there because I have a cheat sheet for you that's going to have the top three prosthetic gait deviations. And it's also going to have the reasons why they occur. If this is something that you had trouble with in this specific podcast episode. Check that cheat sheet out because it's going to explain to you a bit more about cushioned heels, both soft and too hard. My name is Kyle Rice, the MPT Prep Coach. And as always, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you on the next one. This episode of the MPT Clinical Files is brought to you by the NPTE Test Strategy Playbook. If you are constantly getting down to the final two answers but always seem to select the wrong one, visit DestroyTheMPTE.com to learn how to get down to the final answer fast.